So here we are in the middle of August. And today, hello Maggie, you joined me in the studio. Yes, what are we doing today, huh? We're going to talk about the paintings that are black, that have gone black and dark. Yes, like my black cat. You're my black cat? Mm hmm. What do you want to do, hmm? You've had your adventure outside. Meow. Meow. You want mommy to pick up the studio so you don't have to walk around the brushes and the paints, palettes. Yes, and now you're rubbing your face on my easel, which has a bunch of crabbed, a bunch of crummy paint on the air. You don't need to be rubbing your face in the paint. Okay, so here we are, middle of August. And it's been hot, but I have been painting. I have to go back to the school district. The end of the week, Thursday and Friday, I picked up a biology and environmental science class to teach at the high school. Got to get some money coming back in here. I haven't been selling any paintings. I haven't been actually trying to. Ah, so it's been a long summer. I've been painting periodically, doing some traveling to the beach and when it gets hot. So what, what happened to me in the studio recently is I want to finish these Danish paintings, at least the ones I have started. Oh, you're the whiner this morning. And um, she's whining in between purring, <laughs> winding around my legs. I picked up the Ashoya painting, the Ashoya forest in Hurup, where I came from, where my ancestors came from. I found the witch's grave there when I was there in 2015. And I was painting about, I have two paintings about Ashoya because my great-grandfather helped plant that forest. So I frequented that forest probably every day for about 30 days. I did a conceptual piece out there where I walked from the forest down to the old family farm, uh, leaving a piece of paper every now and again with some sort of a torn sculpture, I called them, sort of torn sculptures. I had been to Hans Christian Andersen's museum and house uh, a week uh, before that in Odensen, before getting to Tu in Hurup in Dovul. So I had paper cuts in my mind, but also that was all that was really available to me at this residency I was at. It was pretty sparse as far as what I could do there, except for my own drawing and painting. So I took some papers with me that I had been using in the actual studio space at the residency to the forest and did this I have a videotape of this conceptual piece. 
But the wood itself was so lush, and I've been painting this wood here at home since 2016 or 17. I think it's time to finish these pieces up. So I have Fugale, which is about birds or bird nests. I have Skagen, which is about the light on the grasses. Fugia. Fugale is Dovarola and Ophurup I have Svena. And I have these two Asshoya pieces. I have a Copenhagen piece. Let me see what else is going on. Yeah. I have the Ketaminda piece. I have the Harbor piece. The Messinga piece. Oh my goodness, I've forgotten what this one's called. It's the one that I did from after my residency there. I went and spent a few days before leaving Denmark. Oh shoot, what is that place called? I have to look it up. Anyway, it was about a sunset there. So I have two Ashoya. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um. Oh, yes, an Ezge Egeskov, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I think I have eleven pieces in this series. They're all three by three. I think I've talked about them. Many times before. Oh yes, and here's the Hans Christian Andersen one. So that's the eleventh one. <clears throat> and um, what happened to me in the studio in this last week was the Ashoya piece with the witch's grave, the Fugo piece, which is about birdness, and the Aeskova. Piece, which is about the tree I saw at the Aeskove Castle, all took a turn and got darker. And it's because I was sitting here looking at them, and I just was overwhelmed with where to go, especially Ashoya Witch's Grave. Yes, come here on my lap, you silly girl. And the Fugal one. I had painted and painted and painted layers. I had sanded it. I had painted more layers on those two especially. And I want, I, I looked back at what, um, what they started out like. I looked because I take photographs of my process. And I'd just seen so many different morphs, morph, morph, morphing. I had seen so many renditions of what this piece had taken. And I'm like, I need these to finish. I got impatient. I seriously got impatient by it. So I said, well, maybe you need to just simplify and block some things out and I still couldn't figure out what to do. I thought about using white and I thought, no, I don't want to white and blanket out white on the 
on all these marks, these mark makings that I'd done for, you know, over a period of a couple of years, really. Periodically, you know, not like I was working on them constantly for two years because I've done many, many, many other pieces in between. But uh, I really wanted to sort of make a move to get these pieces finished. Are you purring? You're going to be on my cast, my purring black cat. So I'd run out of white anyway, so that was kind of good. And I thought, these just need to be black. These need to make a move, a bold move. I'd looked at different colors to put them in, to block them in. And I thought, no, I want, I want them to be dark. <laughs> so I mixed some black with some other, like green, dark green, and I mixed some black with some dark blue. And I just decided to go in into these two pieces. And I'm looking at them today. And I like what I see. I haven't done anything different from the time I added the black. My intention on the Asshoya piece, the witch's grave, is to bring back through the black some of the color and some of the imagery. Because I can still see that through there. Possibly or not, I don't know. Witch's grave should be dark. Um, now as far as the fugal piece, the birdness piece, I will probably bring back some of the color over on top of this black. And then I took the black to my Ayaskova piece. Yes, I'm talking about my work, Maggie. Maggie girl, and um, she's doing biscuits on me, looking at me like I'm telling her a story. <laughs> You're a cute kitty. Yes, you are. So, I knew that this Ayaskov piece was further along than the others. It's been a long transitional morphing from this one as well. And I just started to take black in smaller chunks and put it in to deepen areas. And so uh, I left most of the, the original last painting of a, uh, intact. But as I look at it this morning, I'm thinking, yeah, this is closer. The Ayaskov is almost done. It is. It's I'm at the end of the end with the Ayaskova piece. You know how I talk about middle, I mean a beginning, middle, and an end of a painting, like a story? And that each, this I got from Mark Eanes, and that in each piece, so the beginning has a beginning, middle, and end. The middle has a mi beginning, middle, and end. And the end has a beginning, middle, and an end. And I think Ayaskov is at the end, and at the end. I'm at the last part of this piece. So I'm looking at it for quite a while now. Whereas the Fugel and the 
witch's grave. I, where am I with those? Hmm. Probably the end at the beginning of the end in both of those. So I'm closer, closer to finishing. And when I look over to my Hans Christian Andersen piece, <laughs> that piece is just, it's different. It's gotten into a new stage, but I'm hanging on to this whole symmetrical thing that I had when I began the piece. And it's like every time I paint on it, I feel like I can't go out of the symmetrical move. I mean, it's based on Hans Christian Andersen's paper cuts. I need to look at his paper cuts again. Maybe he has some asymmetrical paper cuts I can grasp onto so I can move out of this feeling or this need of symmetry. I want it to be asymmetrical. Hmm. I think that's what's going to be key to making that piece move ahead. Because I just, when I look at it, all I want to do is block it out. Maybe I should take my black to it. (laughs) I did, by the way, go get some more white. So I have white available to me again. I'm not one to use a lot of black, nor am I one to use a lot of white. So it's a new experience for me with the black like that. And I liked it. I like what's going on with it. I like the freedom it gave me. When I did the witch's grave, which I'll post on my website in the the journal where this audio will go, the black totally freed me up. I felt a sense of relief. I was like, oh, I can breathe in this painting again. I really felt like both of those pieces, the fugal and witch's grave, was stifling me, was suffocating. So, hmm. I'm going to have to look up the Danish word for witch's grave. Aswaya, witch's grave. Or just witch's grave. It doesn't have to have Aswaya on there, maybe. Aswaya is just the name of the forest that it's in. Someday I'll have to post the story behind witch's grave, which I don't know very well, so I'd have to re-familiarize myself with where the witch's grave came from. Sure wish I had my Danish friends to ask again. My my relatives helped me find it. But my friend from Denmark told me about the story. And when I visited there, after visiting and finding my my one real Let's see. Well, I had actually two relatives that I met there that were alive. Niels and uh, Andreas. Andreas was my famo's age, 99. I bet you he's passed by now. I should look him up. 
Niels was more my age. And Eleanor, his wife. Hmm. We lost track. They came out here to visit their daughter. And my phone was lost at the time. It was a very strange situation. So I didn't get their messages till I got my new phone. And they had already gone back to, I guess, Texas or wherever she lives. Oh, really crazy. Really feel bad that I couldn't see have seen them when they were here in the States. I think they were here in 2017. And the email stopped working. I mean, I've sent them emails, but I, they never responded. Strange. Really strange. Okay, so back to the paintings. That's what we're working on. I want to finish these three. That would get me closer, and then I'll have two left to finish. Because the, the Skagen one is still in the beginning middle stage. Wow, that one has a long way to go, I guess. And the Hans Christian Andersen piece, I don't really know where that is. It's in limbo. I'll put it in limbo. Maybe when I make the next move, I'll know further where it is. It should be, it should be more towards the middle stage and in that part, middle ending, I think. I don't know if people are following me at all with my thinking here. Oh. I'm a little overwhelmed with having so much work going on in middle different stages. I've got small pieces to the right of me medium pieces to the left of me and these larger pieces in the middle of the studio space with other large pieces that are in other f stages of I'm going to call them stages of disrepair at this point way over in the other end of the studio it can be kind of overwhelming with too many paintings around you I'm going to have to get these out somewhere or I'm going to have to start storing them. I'd rather have them in a studio or a gallery or a coffee shop or a somewhere. Get them out of here. Let them breathe somewhere else. Yeah. So I guess maybe my last of the year, end of the year 2019, is to start scoping out places to house these again. gave up on it sort of in the beginning of the year when I couldn't find a show or and I couldn't get accepted in a show and I just thought oh screw this whole art world thing and just decided to paint and not worry about it okay I don't know how long this cast has been long enough so it's going to go up on my website later it's time for my lunch break. And Maggie, Maggie Cat has settled down. I do see her tail still going back and forth. But she's calmly on my belly, aren't you, as I sit here in the chair. She's like, Mommy, it's not time to move yet. I just got comfortable. Okay, all is well. 
Thanks for listening, everybody.